welcome to More Than Myths. Yeah, I just made it up. It's like tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. That's my favorite. And it's welcome favorite to More Than Myths. Where? Welcome. Corinne and Haley just make up stuff. <laughs> A whole lot of makeup, make believe. Oh, for sure. Made up, make believe. Whoa, Yay. that was echoey. Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome. We're getting into summer. It's like it's in the swing. It's in the full swing. We are in the full swing. It's hot as hell. So hot. <laughs> so hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just did a lot of yard work today. Yeah. Um, we left at like noon. I knew I needed to record at four. We got brunch. <gasps> Love a good brunch. It's great. And then I was like, we still got to go buy stuff to do yard work and then do yard work. And I have, you know, three hours. Mm. <laughs> and then, you know, by the time we were done buying stuff, we had an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. And we, we got to do it. this quick. Nice. We busted what did it out. You, what did you need to do? Just like mow the lawn or like pick weeds? Um, so we have to like re like cedar chip our yard. Oh, yeah. Right. Because it gets all rained out. Mm. And then it gets yeah. all crusty in the summer because it gets all dried out. So yeah, it needed to be done. Um, yeah. So yeah, we had to get some bark chips and then I really wanted to get some more flowers. I bought some sunflowers and some daisies and oh beautiful. I just needed some more flowers in the backyard. So very nice. That's what I got. There you go. You got it. Yeah. I got it. Where'd it go? Are you ready for a question? I love a good question. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Uh, fuck. That's a hard one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, I lost it. Oh, there it is. Okay. A crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else. Oh, what would you want to know? <laughs> Who could make a sunrise? <laughs> Sprinkle I don't it with know. dew. <laughs> That's great. Um, I don't know. What would you want? I don't know. I was there's just trying there's to be too many stupid. things. <laughs> I know. Like, like there's too many things. Like love. the lottery. Like, do I want something monetary? <gasps> like. Ooh. Because then if I could always win the lottery, then I could put so much money, like I would help my family and then I would do like help people in the world and try to like, hey, let's, you know. That's a, that's so cool. I went like the unsolved mysteries route. <laughs> <laughs> like I would want to know something that just kills people to not know. Oh, sure. You know, are aliens but that real? Seems, yeah, that seems 
silly now. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but if I, yeah, I mean, if I could know anything, I think I would want to know like unending lottery numbers so I could just have as much money as I needed. And then I could help like my friends and my family and I could build like the rescue farm that I would love to do and and like, friendship row and friendship row. And then I could help people like kids that don't have lunch money or, you know, like I could start a foundation and help little kids get lunch or, you know, like They're all so the, sweet. <laughs> that's what I would do. And the, all the selfish things <laughs> that I would do with all that money. Okay. Okay. All right. As long as you're taking care of me in the grand, in well, yeah, that whole grand scheme of yeah. things, then I would probably, oh, you know what I would do? What? I would like ask to know a company or like a list of companies to invest in. There you go. Right now. There you go. You know, yeah. and just like, so my whole world yeah. could be just set up. Yeah. Or at least, yeah, Agreed. my family, like they would, they would just be right set. Could you imagine if you had invested in fucking Netflix? No, you'd be set. You'd be set. Netflix. Remember, set. we're like, what is this? DVDs and like, in the oh, mail. That's dumb. Nice. That's never going to work. It's kind of nice. And then yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, here's what we have this weekend. Right. But then we're like, Blockbuster is not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha. Jokes but, on you. But, you know, if they brought a Blockbuster streaming app back, mm. I would cry just from the nostalgia alone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? Aww. Be I'm so sure cool. have, I'm sure I have a Blockbuster card around here somewhere. Chris used to work there, so. Um, there's a Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon that's been made into a Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, like, stay at Blockbuster nostalgia and they have like they have merch oh my gosh so you can go great. onto their website and order blockbuster merch that's hilarious and they're oh my they're gosh. considered the last blockbuster i thought there was another one in like alaska or something oh i think it's bend oregon but is it regardless I'll that's still cool mistakes. That's i'll find cool. out we'll check we'll check find it out we'll get back to you check back with us when we do our mistakes coming up Coming up. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's the question I had for you. That's a good question. Yeah. That was my answer. There you go. And curious friends, if you want to answer that question, you can send us an email at more than miss podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do? We want to know. We do want to know. I'm really curious. Would you want to know if aliens were real? What about Loch Ness or like Bigfoot? Bigfoot? Yeah. Or like, what if you could be like, okay, I just want to see a time lapse of the pyramids being constructed or a time lapse of Stonehenge. That'd be crazy. Or I don't know. The other conspiracies. Yeah. Ros- like Area 51. Area is it real? There? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I would wish to see too? What? Is that like the book that the presidents get? Oh yeah, the crazy one. The the one that's like, here's all the nation's secrets. Here you You're go. You're welcome for nightmares. Yeah, right. <laughs> it seems like you don't want to know, but you're not going to sleep for at least a week or more. Yeah, or more. Just know your Probably four years, more. your whole four, your whole four <laughs> that's years. That's why they go gray. Like, oh, they that's just why all the age. presidents go gray immediately within at least a month because they're like, whoa. <laughs> 
that's a lot to take on. It's a lot to take in, you guys. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be curious. I would love to see that book. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yes or no. It's secrets. like Pandora's box. Because once you open it, once you open it's true. it, you can't go back. It's true. And I would probably, it'd probably be on the empath. So I'd be like, oh, yeah. why did I do that? Why did I do this? I would be like, can Aliens you just tell me the weirdest real. thing in here? Yeah, oh, my gosh. That's, that's all I'd want to know. <laughs> all they'd have to say is Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> is Predator real? <laughs> is Predator real? Like, please don't waste your wish on that. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Please, gosh, no. Please, no. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, are you ready? What's your story? What are you doing? Should we tell them what we're doing today? Oh, yeah. Go for it. All right, curious friends. As you know, Haley and I are, like, winding down, getting ready to take the month of August off. We're so excited, and we have... All this great stuff lined up for you. A couple Norse Corner episodes, bloopers. I don't know. Just some fun, some fun stuff for you in August. Mm. But this is like our last episode in July. Yeah, it is. And we are burnt out and tired. We are tired a little bit. We're a little tired. And that's okay because we're humans and that's fine. But we decided this week that we are going to just... Not have a four-part episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, attacked. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff to tell you. <laughs> I know. And we're just going to go with some nice fairy tales mm-hmm. today. Fairy tales. So, Haley's going to start us off with our first fairy tale. Yeah. And take it away. Take it away. Haley. All right. I'm going to tell you. Classic. Ready? Tell me. That's not the one. I could tell you that one. That one's real short. I'm going to tell you the story of Hansel and Gretel. I almost fucking did that. (laughs) I almost told you the story of the Little Mermaid, but it's a little bit long. So we're going to go with Hansel and Gretel this time. Okay. Yeah. All right. You ready? Buckled in? I'm ready. Ready. Story is messed up. More messed up than I remember it being. Like I remember and then you it. Remember? Yeah, yeah. As I was and you're reading like, it. Oh wait. Oh wait. She is trying to eat them. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. Once upon a time, next to a forest, there lived a poor woodcutter with his wife and two children. The boy's name was Hansel, and the little girl's name was Gretel. He had but little to eat, and once, when a great famine came to the land, he could no longer provide even their daily bread. One evening, as he was lying in bed worrying about his problems, he sighed and said to his wife, What is to become of us? How can we feed our children? We have nothing to feed for ourselves. Does that make sense? Man. (laughs) (laughs) That was the wrong wrong inflection. Man, oh man. I'm pretty sure she doesn't say that in the story. That's why I I wasn't sure if I wanted to do the book or the, like, translation. Just go between both. Yeah. Follow along. Yeah, because it says, man, do you know what? <laughs> man, do you know what? Right, answered the woman. Early tomorrow morning, we will take the two children out into the thickest part of the woods, make a fire for them, and give them each a little piece of bread, then leave them by themselves and go off to our work. Then they will not find their way back home, and we will be rid of them. No, <gasps> woman. I know. I know. She's terrible. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. No wife, okay. replied he, that I can never do. How can you bring your heart to leave my children all alone in the wood? For the wild beasts will soon come and tear them to pieces. She's not very nice. Oh, you simpleton, said she. Then we must all four die of hunger. You had better plane the coffins for us. But she left him no peace till he consented, saying, Ah, but I shall regret the poor children. The two children, however, had not gone to sleep for very, for very hunger. Because they were really hungry. <laughs> yeah. And so they overheard what the stepmother said to their father. Gretel wept bitterly and said to Hansel, what will become of us? Be quiet, Gretel, said he. Do not cry. I will soon help you. And as soon as their parents had fallen asleep, he got up, put on his coat, and unbarring the back door, slipped out. The moon shone brightly, and the white pebbles, uh, the white pebbles which lay before the door seemed, shone, seemed like silver pieces. They glittered so brightly. Hansel stooped down and put as many into his pockets as it was as it could hold. And then going back, he said to Gretel, "Be comforted, dear sister, and sleep in peace. God will not forsake us." And so saying, he went to bed too. At daybreak, even before sunrise, the world the world the woman came and woke the two children get up you lazy bones we're going into the woods to fetch we're going into the woods to fetch wood then she gave <laughs> then she gave each one a little piece of bread saying here's something for midday don't eat it too soon or you'll not for you'll not get any more gretel put the bread under her apron because hansel's pockets were full of stones then altogether they set forth into the woods after they had walked a little way hansel began stopping again and again and looking back towards the house the father said, Hansel, why are you stopping and looking back? Pay attention now and don't forget your legs. I don't know. Like old, old sayings are so weird. Like, don't forget your legs. Yeah. So don't forget them. Don't forget them. <laughs> oh, father said, Hansel, I am looking at my white cat that is sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me. The woman said, you fool, that isn't your cat. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney. However, Hansel had not been looking at his cat, but instead had been dropping the shiny pebbles from his pocket onto the path. When they arrived in the middle of the woods, the father said, you children gather some wood and I will make a fire so that you won't freeze. Hansel and Gretel gathered together some twigs, a pile as high as a small mountain. The twigs were set aflame and when the flames were burning well, the woman said, lie down by the fire and rest. We will go into the woods. I'm going to change that. We will go into the forest to cut wood. When we are finished, we will come back and get you. Hansel and Gretel, that bothers me. Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel <laughs> sat by the fire. When midday came, each one ate his little piece of bread. Because they could hear the blows of an axe, they thought that their father was nearby. However, it was not an axe. It was a branch that he had tied to a dead tree and that the wind was beating back and forth. After <sighs> they had sat there a long time, their eyes grew weary and closed and they fell sound asleep. I know it's fucked up. When they finally awoke, it was dark at night. Gretel began to cry and said, how will we get out of the woods? Hansel comforted her and said, wait a little until the moon comes up and then we'll find the way. After the moon, after the full moon had come up, Hansel took his little sister by the hand and they followed the pebbles that glistened there like newly minted coins, showing them the way. They walked throughout the entire night and as morning was breaking, they arrived at the father's house. They knocked on the door and when the woman opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, you wicked children, why did you sleep so long in the woods? We thought that you did not want to come back. <gasps> that bitch. <laughs> that terrible lady. C word. <laughs> but the father was overjoyed when he saw his children once more for he had not wanted to leave them alone. Not long afterwards, there was once again great need everywhere and one evening the children heard the mother say to the father we have again eaten up everything we have only a half loaf of bread and then the song 
and then the song will be over. We must get rid of the children. We will take them deeper into the woods so they will not find their way out. Otherwise, there will be no help for us. The man was very disheartened, and he thought it would be better to share the last bit with the children. But the woman would not listen to him, scolded him, and criticized him. He was he who says A must also say B. And because he had given in the first time, he had to do so the second time as well. Ugh. No, let's get rid of the evil mom. The evil is mom. It, is it their mom or is it their stepmom? It's their stepmom. It's their okay. stepmother, yeah. I thought the so. Children, okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. The children were still awake and had overheard the conversation. When the adults were asleep, Hansel got up and went to gather pebbles as he had done before. But the woman had locked the door and Hansel couldn't get out. So he comforted his little sister and said, don't cry, Gretel. Sleep well. God will help us. Early the next morning, the woman came and got the children from their beds. They received their little pieces of bread, even less than the last time. On the way to the woods, Hansel crumbled the, his piece in his pocket, then every so often, then often stood still, sorry, then often stood still and threw crumbs onto the ground. Hansel, why are you always stopping and looking around, said his father. Keep walking straight ahead. I can see my pigeon sitting on the roof. It wants to say goodbye to me. Fool, said the woman, that isn't your pigeon. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney. But little by little, Hansel dropped all the crumbs onto the path. The woman took them deeper into the woods than they had ever been in their whole lifetime. Once again, a large fire was made, and the mother said, Sit here, children. If you get tired, you can sleep a little. We are going into the forest to cut wood. We will come and get you in the evening when we are finished. When it was midday, Gretel shared her bread with Hansel, who had scattered his pieces along the path. Then they fell asleep and evening passed, but no one came to get the poor children. It was dark at night when they awoke, and Hansel comforted Gretel and said, Wait, when the moon comes up, I will be able to see the crumbs of bread that I scattered, and they will show us the way back home. When the moon appeared, they got up, but they could not find any crumbs, for the many thousands of birds that fly about in the woods and in the fields had pecked them up. Hansel oh, said to Gretel, no. What are we going to do? What a turn of events. <sighs> Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Hansel said to Gretel, We will find our way, but they did not find it. They walked through the entire night and the next day from morning until evening, and they did not find their way out of the woods. They were terribly hungry, for they had eaten only a few small berries that were growing on the ground. And because they were so tired that their legs could not carry them any longer, they lay down under a tree and fell asleep. It was already the third morning since, they, since they'd left the father's house. They started walking again, but managed only to go deeper and deeper into the woods. If help did not come soon, they would perish. At midday, they saw a little snow-white bird sitting on a branch. It sang so beautifully that they stopped to listen. When it was finished, it stretched its wings and flew in front of them. They followed it until they came to a little house. The bird sat on the roof, and when they came closer, they saw that the little house was built entirely from bread and with a roof made of cake, and the windows were of were made of clear sugar. Let's help ourselves to a good meal, said Hansel. I'll eat a piece of the roof and Gretel, you eat from the window. That will be sweet. Hansel reached up and broke off a little of the roof to see how it tasted while Gretel stood next to the window panes and was nibbling at them. Then a gentle voice called from inside, nibble, nibble, little mouse, who is nibbling at my house? No. <laughs> the children <Hey>. answered. <laughs> The children answered, the wind, the wind, the heavenly child. They continued to eat without being distracted. Hansel, who very much liked the taste of the roof, tore down another large piece and Gretel poked out an entire round window pane. Suddenly, the door opened and a woman as old as the hills and leaning on a crutch came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel were so frightened that they dropped what they were holding in their hands. But the old woman shook her head and said, oh, you dear children, who brought you here? Just come in and stay with me. No harm will come to you. She mm -hmm. took them by the hand and led them into her house. 
Then she served them a good meal, milk and pancakes with sugar, apples, and nuts. Afterwards, she made two nice beds for them, decked in white. Hansel and Gretel went to bed thinking they were in heaven. But the old woman had only pretended to be friendly. She was a wicked witch who was lying in wait there for children. She had built her house only of bread in order to lure them to her. And if she captured one, she would kill him, cook him, and eat him. And for her, that was a day to celebrate. Yes. Gross. Ew. <laughs> Witches have red eyes and cannot see very far, but they have a sense of smell like animals and know when humans are approaching. When Hansel and Gretel came near to her, she laughed wickedly and spoke scornfully. Now I have them. They will not get away from me again. Wait, hold on. Are witches not human? I don't know. Not in this story, I guess. I'm All assuming. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because they've done so much, like, quote unquote, evil magic that their eyes turn red. I don't know. Maybe because she's know old. Maybe she has glaucoma. <laughs> Maybe it's, I mean, do you change? I don't know. Maybe she's just old and has bad eyesight. Either way. All right. Uh, so let's see. Uh, early the next morning, before they awoke, she got up, went to their beds, and looked at the two of them lying there so peacefully with their full red cheeks. That mm-hmm. will be a good mouthful, she mumbled to herself. <laughs> then she grabbed Hansel. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Then she grabbed Hansel with her, wi- her with her withered hand and carried him to a little stall where she locked him behind a cage door. Cry as he might, there was no help for him. <sighs> then she shook Gretel and cried, get up, lazy bones. Fetch water and cook something good for your brother. He is locked outside in the stall and is to be fattened up. When he is fat, I am going to eat him. So gross. Cannibalism is so gross. Gretel I love that it's never been categorized like as that. As cannibalism? You know, I heard this ki- as when I was a kid. Growing up. Yeah. You know? It's, the witch is going to eat you. Yeah, yeah, that's cannibalism. Yep. Yuck. Unless she's not a human. Right. Which maybe, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> they would, I don't know. You're making, you're making me think too much. I know. Sorry. It's, it's good. Gretel began to cry. But it was all for nothing. She had to do what the witch demanded. Now Hansel was given the best things to eat every day, but Gretel received nothing but crayfish shells. Ew. Gross. The shells? That's what it says. Crayfish shells. I think in the original story it says crab claws. Yeah, it says, uh, so a nice meal was cooked for Hansel, but Gretel got nothing but a crab's claw. I don't know. It's probably it probably is crayfish shells. Like maybe they're close to a stream and there's yeah. a crayfish in the stream. Interesting. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Corinne and Haley deconstruct Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> That's what you're here for today, <laughs> ladies and gents. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, so Gretel gets nothing. Every morning, the old woman crept out to the stall and shouted, Hansel, stick out your finger so I can feel if you are fat yet. But Hansel stuck out a little bone. So gross. And the and the old woman, I heard it was a chicken bone growing up. Like it was a chicken yeah. bone and he stuck through there. And the old woman who had bad eyes and could not see the bone. Maybe she's just really like nearsighted. Maybe she's just really old. <laughs> maybe she's just really old. Either way, she can't see the bone. She thought it was Hansel's finger and she wondered why he didn't get fat. When four weeks had passed. Four weeks, a whole month. <laughs> had passed and Hansel was still thin impatience overcame her and she would wait no longer hey Gretel (laughs) 
<laughs> she shouted to the girl. <laughs> Hurry up and fetch some water. Whether Hansel is fat or thin, tomorrow I am going to slaughter him and boil him. <gasps> wow. Wow. Is that what it said? Slaughter is such a violent That's such a, term. such a violent word. Okay, it doesn't say that in the original. It says, Gretel, she called out in a passion, get some water quickly. Be Hansel fat or lean. This morning I will kill and cook him. Okay. It doesn't say slaughter. That's gross. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Okay. Oh, how the little sister sobbed as she was forced to carry the water and how the tears streaming down her cheeks. Dear God, please help us, she cried. If only the wild animals had devoured us in the woods, then we would have died together. <gasps> Christ. Save your slobbering, said the old woman. It doesn't help you at all. Wow. She's so mean. Oh. Uh, the next morning, Gretel had to get up very early, hang up a kettle with water, and make a fire. First, we are going to bake, said the old woman. I have already made a fire in the oven and kneaded the dough. She pushed poor Gretel outside to the oven from which fiery flames were leaping. Climb in, said the witch, and see if it's hot enough to put the bread in yet. And when Gretel was inside, she intended to close the oven and bake her and eat her as well. But Gretel <gasps> saw what she had in mind, and she said, I don't know how to do that. How do I get inside? Stupid goose, said the old woman. The opening is big enough. See, I myself could get in. And she crawled and she crawled up and sticking and stuck her head into the oven. Then Gretel gave her a shove, causing her to fall in. Then she closed the iron door and secured it with a bar. The old woman began to howl frightfully, but Gretel <gasps> ran away, and the godless witch burned up miserably. <laughs> the godless witch? <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's see if that Is that what it says? If, this, if that's what it actually says. You stupid goose. Uh, it says the ungodly witch. Okay. So, well, yeah. Tomato, well, close, tomato. Close, tomato, tomato. Gretel ran straight to Hansel, unlocked his stall, and cried, Hansel, we are saved. The old witch is dead. Then Hansel jumped out like a bird from its cage when someone opens its door. How happy they were. They threw their arms around each other, jumped with joy, and kissed one another. Because they now had nothing to fear, they went into the witch's house. In every corner, there were chests of pearls and precious stones. These are better, better than pebbles, said Hansel, filling his pockets. Gretel said, I will take some home with me as well, and filled her apron full. But now we must leave, said Hansel, and get out of these witch woods. <laughs> <laughs> After walking a few hours, they arrived at a large body of water. We cannot get across, said Hansel. I cannot see a walkway or a bridge. There are no boats here, answered Gretel, but there is a white duck swimming. If I ask it, it will help us across. Then she called out, Little duck, good little duck, Hansel and Gretel, here we stand. Neither a walkway nor a bridge. Take us upon your back to land. <laughs> <laughs> the duckling came up to them. Then Hansel climbed onto its back and then asked his little sister to sit down next to him. No, answered Gretel. That would be too heavy for the duckling. It should take us across one at a time. That is what the good animal did. And when they were safely on the other side and had walked on a little while, the woods grew more and more familiar to them. And finally, they saw the father's house in the distance. They began to run, rushing inside and threw their arms around their father's neck. The man had not had even one happy hour since he had left the children in the woods. However, the woman had died. <gasps> Thank goodness. Gretel shook out her apron, scattering pearls and precious stones around the room, and Hansel added to them by throwing one handful after the other from his pockets. Now all their cares... <clears throat> 
Now all their cares were at an end and they lived happily together. My tail is done, a mouse has run, and whoever catches it can make for himself from it a large, large fur cap. The end. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard a more defeated or confused the end in my life. I don't know what the what the thing has to do with the mouse and making a large, large fur cap from a single mouse, tidy little mouse pelt. Like, is there some type of metaphor? Are we missing a metaphor? We must be. I mean, Corinne and Haley don't break down this story. Yeah. What? Uh, Yeah, I don't. Maybe I've seen. Oh, go ahead. No, what are you going to say? No, it's not about the mouse, so tell me about the mouse. Well, I'm wondering if it has to do with, like, the nibble-nibble little mouse who's nibbling at my house. Oh, like, Gretel is... That's what I I was saying, is maybe Gretel... Because she's the one that defeated the witch, and she's the littlest. You know? Maybe. And she made a big impact? I don't know. I don't have any idea, but that is the real fucked-up story of Hansel and Gretel. (laughs) I have seen a... Oh, it's so dark. Um, like HBO had this series in the 90, late 80s, 90s mm-hmm. called Fairy Tale Theater. Okay. And they'd have famous people come redo fairy tales, right? Mm-hmm. And they did Hansel and Gretel. And the evil stepmother was the same actress as the witch. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. there was like this parallel. <gasps> oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's really like she, and then I she's dead. I like that even less. Oh, I like it yeah. more. She gets well, what's sucky. coming to her. Well, of course, she, that's the good part. Mm-hmm. But can. But then, yeah, like marrying a guy to get his kid. Because she them. wants to eat them. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, pretty messed dark. up. It's pretty dark. Pretty dark. Yeah. Anyway, I love it. Thanks for that disturbing tale. You are welcome. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are you ready? So ready. Today, I was picking my fairy tale, and I decided to go with one that I've had in my back pocket for a while. Mm. And then it took a turn. So here we are. (laughs) Excellent. Today, we're going to talk about Cinderella. Yay! But not the Cinderella that everybody knows. And that's okay. okay. First off, I want to say that this story has been around for over 2,000 years. Mm, yeah. Um, and there are roughly from 345 to 1,500 versions of Holy this beloved cow. tale. So in, from Native Americans, there's a hero of a, or a hero, a tale of a hero that could make himself invisible. And he wanted, he uses this to test his potential wives to see who is the most truthful. And the two eldest sisters lie to him and say that they can see him, but the third and nicest sister does not lie to him. And he ends up marrying her. 
because oh. she's kind, you know. So that's one. And then in China, which we've talked about Yen Shi or Yen Yishen yeah. um, before in our godmother mm. episode. But she had a favorite fish that was that her stepmother ended up cooking mm-hmm. and then feeding to everybody. And then she kept the bones and then the bones turned into her fairy godmother, who was actually her mother, who was the fish. Who was there to keep an eye on her in the first the, place? That they ate? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. What's with everybody eating everybody? I don't know. <sighs> in Germany, we have a poor abused girl who cries on her mother's grave so much that a tree grows. Oh. The tree ends up saving, serving as her fairy godmother, and helps her get to the ball with new nice threads and shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, in this version, we have the legit insane stepmother who has the stepsisters cut off their heel and their toes right. to try to fit their feet into the shoe. Then the shoe fills with blood. The prince knows what's up. They all end up getting their eyes pecked out in the end. Yeah. What? Some of them get like wow. legit retribution. So most of the plots involve a greedy and sometimes straight up evil stepmother Mm. or evil sisters or, Mm -hmm. you know, people taking advantage of the Cinderella character. There's usually a prince um, and a shoe that will change everything. Yeah. Okay. So today we are going to talk about the very first Cinderella story ever. Ever, ever. Yep. All right. And this is Rhodopis. And it was written in the first century by Herodotus. What? And it was adapted by Strabo in 64 BCE through 24 CE. Hang on. When was it originally written? In the first century, but then it was adapted in the same century. Oh, I see. Okay. I so gotcha. it was like all gotcha. in that Okay. Same I way. gotcha. I got confused with the BCs and the BCEs and the, and the, the ADs and the ACs <laughs> and the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are we? When, yeah. When are we? Who, who are we? Who are we? <laughs> um, but Rodopis, or Rodopis, there we go. I'm going to do that. So much. No worries. This great. Is considered the Egyptian Cinderella. <gasps> did you so, know I would love this? I did know you'd love this. Love I found that. it. I was like, where do I find that story? <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Long ago in the land of Egypt, the land of the Green Nile and the Blue Mediterranean and the rising sun, there lived a slave girl named Rodophis. Rodophis was born in Greece, but had been kidnapped by pirates and sold into Egyptian slavery. The man who had bought her was a kind old man, but he spent most of his time sleeping and never saw how much Rodophis suffered at the hands of his other servants, who teased her endlessly. Their hair was straight, black, and elegant. Her hair was golden, curly, and coarse. Their eyes were brown and black and deep, and hers were green and bright. Their skin glowed like copper and bronze and sand, and Rodophis had fair skin that burnt in the sun. They made her do all the work while the old man slept. 
Go to the river and wash the clothes. Mend my robe. Chase the geese from the garden. Bake the bread, they would shout at her. Rodophis had only animals for friends. She trained the birds to eat from her hand, a monkey to sit on her shoulder, and the old hippopotamus that would slide up on the bank out of the mud to be closer to her. <laughs> She's paying <Fucking> right. <laughs> Right? There is an animal on earth that I'm more afraid of than a hippo. Dude, do you know they can't swim? <laughs> a hippo? They can't swim. Oh, they just sink? They sink and run on the That's bottom of the river and launch terrifying. themselves. No, hard stop. Like, no hell. They're so scary. They're so Cannot scary. Cannot handle that. <laughs> so scary. I was like, what do you mean they can't swim? No, they sink. And, and then run gallop that's terrifying. underwater no thanks have you ever tried to run in a pool <laughs> yes see it's fucking scary i yeah. couldn't know anyway anyway <laughs> um at the end of the day if she wasn't too tired she would go down to the river to be with the animals and if she had any energy left from her hard day's work she would dance and sing for them one evening she had more energy than usual as the day had been particularly cool even her master had been enjoying the fine weather, and they had all fallen asleep under a tree near the river. When the day was done, Rodophis went down. Rodopis. I fucking. <laughs> Rodopis. <laughs> went down to the. It's like R H O D O P I S. Yeah. So I want to say Rodopis, but it's Rodophis. Rodophis. Now I'm just going to keep saying them both, <laughs> and I don't even remember what the right one is anymore. <laughs> Um, Rhodopis went down to the river near her animals and she danced and sang so lightly and so well that her feet barely touched the ground. The old man woke from his sleep and listened to her singing. He admired her dancing feet and felt that she was so talented um, she should not be without shoes. He ordered her a special pair of slippers. They were soft and a delicious rose color. Now the servant girls teased her even more. So jealous were they of her beautiful red slippers. A little while after this, word arrived that the pharaoh was holding court in Memphis, and all the kingdom was invited. There was to be dancing and singing and feasting for days on end, and naturally Rodophis wanted to go to dance and sing with the others. But this would not be. For as the servant girls prepared to leave in their finest clothes, they turned to Rodophis and gave her more chores to do before mm -hmm. they returned. And it would not, and it would be impossible for her to get them all done before the court began. They pulled their raft away, leaving the sad Rodophis on the bank. As she began to wash the clothes in the river, she sang a sad little song: "Wash the linen, weed the garden, grind the grain." Rodophis washed and beat the clothes harder than she ought, for she was very disappointed not to be going. The splashing of the water wet Rodophis's slippers. She quickly grabbed them and took them off and placed them in the sun to dry. While she was continuing with her chores, the sky darkened and she looked up and saw a falcon sweeping down and snatch one of her snip snippers <laughs> and fly away. Rhodopis was in awe for she knew it had been the god Horus who had taken her shoes. Rhodopis tucked the other slipper away in her tunic and went back to work wondering what Horace's parents could mean. Now the pharaoh, Amasis, A-M-A-S-I-S. Sure, sounds right. Uh, Amasis. Yeah. 
Pharaoh of all Egypt was beginning to hold court, sitting on his throne, looking over the people and feeling very bored. He much preferred to be riding across the desert in his chariot and dancing was uninspired. And the dancing was uninspired. He longed for a distraction. <laughs> Suddenly, the falcon swooped down and dropped the rose red slipper in his lap. The pharaoh caught the slipper and examined it closely, for he knew for he knew his was a sign from the god Horus. He stared at the slipper until he deciphered its meaning. Then he sent out a decree that all maidens in Egypt must try on the slipper and that he would take the owner to be his queen. So for, so for Horus had decreed. And so it happened that by the time the servant girls arrived for the celebrations, they had ended. And the pharaoh had left by chariot to search for the owner of the rose red slipper. After searching through all the large cities, cities, <laughs> cities and not finding the owner, which is very shitty. It's very shitty. Uh, <laughs> Pharaoh called for his barge and began to travel the Nile, pulling into every landing, ordering maidens to try on the slipper. Soon he came to the house of Rhodopis, Rhodopis's master. And when Rhodopis heard the sound of the gong and the trumpets blaring, and she saw the purple silk sails, she hid, fearful of what it could mean. The other servant girls ran to the landing to try on the shoe while Rhodopis hid in the rushes. Of course, the moment that the other servant girls saw they show saw the show, they reckon show. It's says show, but it's supposed to shoe. be shoe. <laughs> they recognized it that it belonged to Rhodopis, but said nothing. <gasps> Bitches. Yeah. Such was their envy and hatred of her. Ugh. Yet Try as they might, they could not force their feet into the slipper. While they were failing and pretending to succeed, the pharaoh spied Rhodopis hiding in the rushes and asked her to try on the slipper. She slid her tiny foot into the slipper and pulled the other from her tunic. The pharaoh knew that she had been decreed to be his wife by the gods and pronounced that she would be his queen. The servant girls cried out that she was a slave and not even Egyptian and that her hair and her eyes and her skin and her clothing were not suitable. Any of them would be a more fitting queen. But the pharaoh said, she is the most Egyptian of all, for her eyes are as green as the Nile and her hair is like papyrus and her skin Aww. is pink as the lotus flower. Oh, that's sweet. The end. That's great. Isn't that sweet? I've never heard that story. No, I love it. She's friends with a fucking hippopotamus. She's fucking badass. (laughs) That's so great. That is good. And that's the original, the most original Cinderella story. That's to be the oldest version. That's so cool. I love it. So. I know. I was like, I was going to read Charles Perrault's version, but then when I found this one, I was like, oh, and they That's actually great. had it, you know, like I was able to find the PDF right. of it. So I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah, that is awesome. Nice find. Yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, anyway, you guys, we're coming up on a year. I can't oh believe gosh. it. Can you believe it, Haley? No, I can't no. believe it. It's crazy. <clears throat> I don't know how to copy and paste. <laughs> I can't tell you. I I'm having a breakdown. I also don't remember it because I'm on a I'm on a Mac and you're in a PC. So 
my oh, control, yeah. my my control, my command C is not the same as your. I think it's control C. Yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, that worked. Okay. <laughs> It's like, what is happening? Can I do this? No. Help. Help. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, you guys, we really appreciate you being here, as always. Check out our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, for Check all out. your podcasting content needs. Um, We do a mistakes episode whenever we have enough information to do a mistakes episode. If you feel like you heard something wrong in any of our episodes, let us know. And we will correct our wrong sayings. (laughs) And doings. We'll we'll at least give it a good go. Uh, Send us an email at morethemispodcast at gmail.com if we said something wrong. If you want to say hey, if you want us to talk about something in particular, let us know. Wherever you podcast, we also podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, all over the place. We're on a whole bunch of anywhere, everywhere. If there's some place that you want to listen and we're not there, let us know and we'll write that wrong. If you have a minute and you can leave us a review, (laughs) just helps us out, gives a little pot a little bump. That would be great. Um, And remember that we do have a subscription option if you'd like to contribute to the podcast. Help us produce the show because it is just me and Haley and our own means and our own time and our own sanity running this thing for you. Yeah, it is. Uh, But if you can, you can subscribe to as little as that, like 99 cents or more. If whatever you have, you can do. We'd love it and appreciate it. You can find that subscription option in Spotify and in Apple Podcasts as well. And you can mm-hmm. also find it in our link tree on Instagram. But yes. remember, if you love us and you don't want to subscribe to us, at least tell your friends, tell your family, and tell your mom. Tell your mom. Until next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye.